Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany, and thank you for tuning in to another episode this week. If you are new here, this is a place where I talk about health and wellness and nutrition and everything under that umbrella. And if you are someone who's been listening for a long time, I appreciate you tuning in, the downloads, everything like that. It really means a lot. So I love this little community that we are cultivating over here, and I'm just excited about it. I typically release episodes every Tuesday and Friday, and that has kind of been the schedule that I have been sticking to this year, and we'll probably continue to do that. Depends when this comes out. I might have my new logo out, maybe not. I have it up in my Instagram stories right now. You can go take a look. I'm doing a poll on which one should be my new one. So there's four different options. So you can go and click and take a look at that and vote. And I'm kind of just letting it be up to you. I, you know, I did a, like a, a brand new photo shoot a while ago. And so I have all of this content and I'm working on my rebrand and my website and stuff like that. And I was, you know, a little all over the place with thinking about my podcast logo. And I was like, why don't I just let my audience decide? Like, why do I have to decide? So that's what I'm doing. And I will probably, yeah, I will just take the one that gets the most votes, to be honest. And I honestly, I just change it every six months or so anyway. So it doesn't really matter too much. But the current one right now of me like laughing in the pink dress went with my big birthday giveaway I did. So it's kind of not really relevant anymore. So that's why I need to change it. So yeah, if you want to go vote, you can do that on my Instagram stories at biohackingbrittany and give me your feedback because I'm super curious what you think. This episode today is all about oral health and we get into root canals, which is definitely something that I haven't talked about on my podcast before. And honestly, I don't think it was something I really understood until we sat down for this discussion. I don't think I understood how they worked, let alone how they could even be a biohack in themselves and how it can actually be healthy to get a root canal and, and why that is. So we talk all about that. We answer a bunch of the typical root canal questions I think that come up for people. We talk about the oral microbiome. We talk about what you can do to support that and how do you know if your oral health isn't in a great place and what can you do about it and these types of things. So definitely, definitely interesting conversation. I actually learned a lot that I didn't know. And that's what I love about some of these interviews is it opens my eyes to new things I would not have ever looked up myself. And so today's episode is exactly that, is one of those things that now I know about it and I am grateful for the education. And speaking of education, actually, I signed up for a new functional medicine course that is specializing in women's health. And so I'm really excited about that. It's a really short course. I think it's like 10 hours or something like that. But if you're curious and you want to sign up for this course as well, message me on Instagram and I will send it to you. I'm not associated with these people at all, but it was one of the only courses, to be honest, that I found on functional medicine for women's health specifically. And I think it was 200 US dollars. So it wasn't bad price either. So I'll report back when I'm finished it and like, let you know what I think. But if you are looking for a bit of education in that space, in terms of hormones and thyroid health and fertility, I really would recommend looking at that. I will do a full review. So maybe wait until I do a full review. 
But yeah, I can send it to you and anyone can do it. I, obviously, it helps if you have more of a health education, but you can still go for it and do it. And I definitely have a few other courses on the horizon that I'm looking at. Like I might as well just tell you now that we're talking about this. So the Institute of Functional Medicine just came out with a lifestyle course that I will do next after this one. That course is, it's, it might be a bit more expensive. Maybe it's like 300, 500 bucks, but it looks at lifestyle and lifestyle modifications in order to be healthier. And this is a very, very like biohacky, you know, course to take. So I'm very curious about it. And I think it's just a great overview of things in our environment and in our lives without necessarily going into nutrition or herbs or supplements. It's like, let's just talk about the lifestyle aspect. And I actually don't see a lot of courses that talk about only lifestyle. So that's why I will be signing up for that one as well. The other one on my radar is one by the Czech Institute, and they have a women's health course as well. And I think, again, I think it's similar price point. I think it's about, I think it's about $400 maybe. And I do know people who've done this course and it's all about optimizing women's health. I think there's quite a focus on fitness in it, but there's actually quite a lot that happens in that course that you can learn about. So that is probably what I will do in December. And I'll probably do the IFM one in November and this one I'll finish up in October. And then in January, I'm likely going to sign up for Dr. Aviva Ram, who is a functional medicine practitioner. She's also a midwife. She has a new course coming out that specializes in pregnancy, postpartum, and baby. But I think it's from the lens of holistic health and functional medicine. And I'm very interested in that. It's kind of life stage I'm in getting to. So I really want to learn about that and also be able to help other people in that space more and have more education. So I'll keep you updated on when that all gets released. Right now, there's just a wait list for it. It's not out yet. So we'll kind of see how that goes. A shout out to this week's sponsors who make this show possible. First and foremost is Prolon. Like I said last week, I did the five-day fast and I really enjoyed it. And I think I'll probably queue it up to do it again in January. And I kind of like to do it every few months because I just think it is so useful in that space. Prolon is so popular for their five-day fast. like That's how they're known. And I think it's a great option for people who don't want to completely take away all food, but still want to get the benefits of fasting on a cellular level. So that's in my show note link, link in my show notes and on my website. My discount code, I think, is Biohacking Britain for that. And a shout out to Bioptimizers, who I love their sleep powder right now, to be honest. Like I love all of their products. Actually, they just came out with a stress product. I haven't tried it yet, but I think they just sent it to me. So I think they've been listening to my content lately where I've been like, I've been so stressed. And then I just get this like shipment that's like a single bottle of the stress supplement. So I think they're listening to my content, but I'm going to try their stress, like optimizing stress supplement as well. But I do love their sleep breakthrough powder. It tastes great. And it puts me to sleep so, so quickly. And last but not least, Inside Tracker. If you need any type of biomarkers tested, if you are struggling with your hormones or you think you might be deficient in a certain vitamin or mineral, Inside Tracker is honestly the one to do it with. I wouldn't do it with anybody else. They come to your house. You don't have to go anywhere. 
The results are online. It's private. You don't have to go through your doctor to get permission or any of that nonsense. You can just do it yourself. So that's why I use Inside Tracker because I just think, honestly, I think they're the best. And I'm in Canada. They do that in Canada and the US. So definitely check that out. And last but not least, thank you to everybody who has been downloading and purchasing my guide this week. I see you. This is my ebb and flow cycle guide. And this is the first one of many things to come in this space. I created it because I was seeing a bunch of people talk about cycle syncing online. And I didn't feel like the information was succinct enough. It kind of felt messy. It kind of felt like myths and like misconceptions even about the menstrual cycle. And so I really wanted to create something that was informative with a ton of recipes in it. So you actually get a bonus of 30 or more than 30 recipes in this that are gluten-free and dairy-free, sugar-free. I think they actually might all be paleo. And that's included in this guide. So that's available on my website. I live and breathe by this. I actually printed the whole thing out after I created it. And I refer to it all the time. So there's also seed cycling charts in there. I know a lot of people are super into seed cycling, especially in the yoga community. So if you're curious about seed cycling and regulating your hormones and getting rid of any menstrual cycle symptoms that you might be struggling with, girl, I get you, me too. This is what you need and it will solve all of those problems for you. So you can get that on my website, biohackingbrittany.com. Enjoy this podcast episode. Catch you next week slash on Friday for another one. Thank you for listening. Please follow me on socials at biohackingbrittany. And all of your reviews, I really do read and I appreciate. So thank you for taking the time to leave any type of review because it does mean a lot to me. Okay, see you on Friday. Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so happy that you are listening this week to another episode. Today, we are diving into root canals and all things dentistry, which is something I actually don't talk a lot about on my show. So I'm really excited to be going into this, bringing out an expert, because this is definitely not my area of expertise whatsoever. So I am joined by Dr. Sonia Chopra, who is a board-certified endodontist, and we are going to get into what exactly that means. She is a TEDx speaker and author, founder of eSchool, and she's really reshaping our perceptions of oral health and root canals, which I love. So Dr. Sonia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I can't wait to dive in. Yeah. So I would love to hear about your journey. What led you to becoming a endodontist or even a dentist? And what drives you kind of in this space? So my journey actually started when I was quite young because I was first the patient before I became the endodontist. I had a massive toothache when I was younger. Now, I guess I'll preface that, that I had, I was born without some teeth. So I had some congenitally missing teeth. So that kind of predisposed me to always be at the dentist when I was younger. And when I was about 17, I had just graduated from high school. I had some recent dental work done and I developed a really bad toothache. And it was something I felt like it was a toothache, but every time I would go to the dentist, I, nobody could find out what my problem was. I just was not diagnosable in that moment. And so I went for a few months of going in and out of pain. And it was, it was really, it was tough to handle, especially since I was going away to college and I would, 
have to deal with this while I was away and my parents would get stressed out. They would have to come pick me up from college when I would have a flare up. And then I would go to the dentist and I would, they would look at me and they would look at the x-rays and be like, nope, there's nothing wrong. So, and then I would be like, well, I'm in pain. And they started to make me feel like I was just, you know, making things up. It was all in my head. In fact, I remember hearing my dentist say that to me. And so that's where it all started. And I realized, okay, I'm going to have to just let my body talk to me and I'm going to listen to it. In the end, we had waited so long for my pain to really surface that I finally I swelled up with a true dental abscess and they extracted a tooth and it turned out it was the wrong tooth because I still had my toothache. I still had my infection after that extraction. And then I was finally referred to an endodontist because they couldn't take out any more teeth. I was already born without some. And then I had another one taken out and I still had that infection. And then I was referred to an endodontist who kind of saved my life, I feel like, because I was so infected and in so much pain. And I had about ready to just throw in the towel on the whole thing. And he really showed me what it was like to really understand what was happening to my body. He educated me through that whole process and he made me trust my body again. And he did a root canal. He showed me that it was safe to do this root canal and he alleviated my pain, my symptoms, my infection went away. And he treated me with such kindness and such respect that I was like, I want to be that when I grow up. And that's exactly what I did. And I have become an endodontist. I really, even when it happens to me, I really didn't say, oh, I'm going to become an endodontist. But I, I just, my life just gradually and organically pushed me in that path. I ended up going to dental school. And then while I was in dental school, I realized, okay, this is really what piques my interest because I was trying to figure out what happened to me and what my tooth story was. And that just catapulted me into the specialty of endodontics. Wow. I love that story. And I think it's one that so many of us can relate to of going through our own health issues and then figuring it out and then turning it into a passion and then turning it into a career. I have like a very similar journey, obviously not in oral health, but nutrition and and holistic health in general. And I, I just like commend you for doing that because when you're speaking to your patients now, like it's such a personal thing for you. And like, you've been where they are. So that creates a relationship that not everybody has. And not, especially like if you just go to a random dentist, right? I don't know if there's as much like passion necessarily as someone who's been through such struggles like you have. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of my friends who are dentists, they've never even had a cavity. (laughs) So I find that once I started sharing my story, like even on my website, right? Just sharing my story has really allowed my patients to connect with me and also not feel shameful about if they have a dental problem. And they really connect with me about that. And I think it's really important that they know that I not only have the doctor experience, but also the patient experience. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so spot on because you just become more human, right? Like these are the struggles that you went through. Oh, me too. Wow. Like that's so nice to talk to you about that. And that creates connection. And that is really important. I just want to go back briefly to you being born without eight teeth. Now that you have the education that you have and the experience that you have, do you think that there is a 
cause for that? Or do you think it's a fluke? Like, I don't know a lot about this. So I'm just shooting in the dark here. Why would that potentially happen? So I'm missing all the most common congenitally missing teeth. And if you look at my mom, she has the same. And if you look at my daughter, I passed it on to her. I only passed it on to one of my three children. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's genetic, I guess. It's definitely genetic. Yep. Wow. Okay. That's so interesting. And have you, I'm sure you've helped patients or maybe, I don't know, like, have you helped similar patients where when they were a kid, like they had missing teeth as well and and a similar story? For sure. I mean, when they're, when they have like treatment plan options and they don't know which way to go, I can at least share my story and say, well, this is the path that I took. And then I can show, I smile really big and I show them my smile and it's reassuring for them to be like, oh, wow, your teeth are beautiful. They're all fake, but they're still beautiful. And I can still be like, have that beautiful smile, even though I was missing all those teeth. And that's the beauty of dentistry is that we can fix a lot of stuff. And I think that is comforting to a lot of people. Right, exactly. So how does a dentist differentiate themselves from a endodontist, which you are? Yeah, so I... I'm a specialist in the field of endodontics or AKA root canals. And so I have gone to an extra set of years, another like residency program after dental school. So another two years I went on to practice and just focus on root canals. And now root canals are the only thing I do all day, all night. So I no longer have a hygienist in my practice. So there's no dental cleanings happening in my practice. There's no crowns or bridges or braces happening in my practice. No implants, none of that. It's just root now. So very specialized. And that's one thing I think a lot of people don't realize is that our specialty exists and that there's many specialties that exist. There's the periodontist who does the gum and the bones. There's the orthodontist who does the braces. There's the prosthodontist that is a true cosmetic dentist. There's a pediatric dentist that just deals with kids. So dentistry is actually very specialized. And that's important to know because you can go to somebody who does kind of everything, but they may not be able to tackle some of the harder, more complex cases. And that's when you want to go to the specialist. Are you tired of your hormones causing chaos in your life? Do you find yourself struggling to regulate your menstrual cycle, uncertain what supplements to take and when, or confused about the best workouts to do to maintain hormonal balance? Well, I have great news for you. I have developed a ebb and flow cycle guide, which is your ultimate solution to all of your hormonal problems. This personalized guide has been expertly crafted to address all your hormone related issues. And it's also super easy to use. Why is it so effective? Because it's born out of personal experience and the desire to overcome irregular cycles myself. With my ebb and flow cycle guide, you'll discover a world of benefits that will transform your life. You get to say goodbye to uncertainty and confusion and say hello to a healthier, more balanced you. Inside this unbeatable guide, you'll find all the answers you need to start living in harmony with your menstrual cycle today. But that's not everything. As a special bonus, I also added in over 30 delicious, quick and easy recipes designed to help balance your hormones. With these recipes, you can take action right now and they'll help you on your journey to becoming more in sync with your menstrual cycle. There's different recipes for different phases as well as different supplements, workouts, and biohacks for each phase of the menstrual cycle. 
Don't let your hormone imbalances hold you back any longer. Trust me, I've been there and I wish I had this guide to help me when I was really struggling in the weeds of my hormonal chaos that I was going through. You can grab your copy of my guide right now in the podcast description or visit my website. It's super easy. It's right at the top for you to get and download today. Enjoy this episode and I will catch you in the next one. Yeah, I love that. I I honestly haven't even thought about this. Like I, I haven't thought about specializing in the dentist depends on the issues that you're facing. I mean, I had braces when I was a teenager, so I went to an orthodontist and that's about it. And I, I think that's probably like the general knowledge around this, you know, from what I know. But I'm curious for those who might not necessarily know, how do you define and explain a root canal? So root canal is really a really neat way of saving your tooth. And things have changed quite a bit from what you'll probably research online. The technology has really improved and elevated the overall experience and the overall outcome of what you can get with a root canal now. But essentially, what happens, why you need a root canal is because bacteria gets in the tooth. And that can happen through a cavity, maybe you crack your tooth, maybe there's been some trauma, but bacteria gets inside and starts to march towards the pulp of the tooth. And so the nerve gets infected and you may have some pain, you may have some swelling, you may not even have any pain, to be honest, it can happen silently, but... In essence, the tooth gets infected, and at that point, once you're at that point of infection, you have two options. You can either get a root canal, or you can get the tooth extracted. If you don't do one of those things, basically, you're going to end up with an abscess and a big problem down the line. So the root canal allows you to save your tooth by disinfecting the inside part of the tooth, basically removing the bacteria and also that technology of rem- that helps us remove that bacteria has really changed the game in the past five years. This is where I want root canals to stop being so fearful to people um, because there's really good news on that subject. But we take the bacteria out of the tooth. We basically disinfect the tooth from the inside and then we put a filling material in there to seal out the bugs and then once the root canal is done, you put a, a porcelain crown on the tooth and that seals everything so more bacteria can't get in the tooth. And not only do you save the tooth, but if you have a tooth that has a really bad infection and the bone around the tooth starts to erode and on an x-ray, on a dental x-ray, it'll look like a dark shadow forms around the roots, you actually can regenerate that bone back. And But the root canal has to be done well. It is very, very technique sensitive. So a root canal done well, done right, is what I call regenerative. You can regrow your own bone back. You can save your tooth. And you can be back in the form and function on that tooth. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I actually really appreciate that explanation because I haven't had a root canal, so I haven't had to dive like super into this yet. Hopefully I won't, but you know, so it's interesting to hear just how it all works from your perspective. And I love that you actually talk about root canals as a form of biohacking, which I was surprised to read, to be honest, because I just haven't heard anyone explain it like that before. So why do you think root canals are a form of biohacking? You know, I've decided in the recent months that I'm changing my pain. Okay. I have a new word that I came up with, and it's called bioflow. 
So it's about being in flow with what already exists in our body. And there, our immune system is wild. It's amazing and it's beautiful and it's pure magic, if you ask me. And if you, again, if you do the root canal well, or if when you do it right, you will allow your body to do what it's naturally meant to do. We have these insane healing powers within us that will make that root canal restorative and regenerative and you will grow your own bone back. So you don't actually have to hack the system. That's why I changed the word because the system already exists. And if you just allow it to do what it's supposed to do, given you have the right treatment, then you just, you're just in bioflow and it, it comes back to life. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it's interesting talking about this. I mean, misconceptions about root canals, misconceptions about biohacking, like the same, same. And there tends to be almost like a stigma. Like once you think about something, that's kind of the image that you hold on to and it's hard to break that. So what is the, what are the common questions and myths and misconceptions you're hearing in your practice from people who are like thinking about getting a root canal? So there's a lot of negative talk about root canals online and for good reason. Like nobody's wrong when they say some root canals are toxic, right? And they can be. That's why, again, a good, there's a difference between a good root canal and a bad root canal. And I say this because unfortunately, 50% of what I do in my practice is redoing root canals gone wrong. And unfortunately, the problem is in the education. So when you're in dental school, guess what? You only need to do two to three root canals to graduate. That is not enough experience for something that's so technique sensitive. When I did my residency, I had to do 250 to graduate. So you see the difference. And then now I do 10 root canals a day every time I work, whereas somebody else who didn't go through that residency probably does one to two a week. And so there's a different level of experience, and they're doing the best that they can with the resources they were given in dental school. So the problem really is not the dentist because it's not an ill-intentional thing. It is a problem with the education that we were given in dental school. But the general public doesn't really know that, right? And because of that, we've created this culture that root canals are toxic. And it's that's really not fair. So I get a lot of patients who are super fearful they actually want to extract their tooth because they believe that the root canal is going to cause them more damage than good. And I say, I question people. I'm like, you don't want to take this tooth that we were born with teeth for a reason. And those teeth, they give us the ability to nourish our bodies, the ability to hydrate our bodies, the ability to breathe without our teeth are already because of our industrialized diets we're seeing the impact it has on our airway. If you keep taking teeth out, it's going to further impact that. And you're going to have a problem breathing. And we're starting to see all this. And I think there needs to be a new value that we give to teeth. And especially now that we have new technology that can really elevate the outcome of that root canal. And we can have the opportunity to have better root canals that are out there 
I think we're on the right path now. And that's why I'm really passionate about creating this awareness. The hardest thing for me is to shut off my mind at night when I want to sleep. And it is funny because I, I wake up tired already thinking of when I'll go back to bed. And on the exact moment I lay my head on the pillow, it feels like a machine of crazy. What if thoughts is turned on? Does this ever happen to you? Let me tell you my secret to deal with this. You have already heard of magnesium breakthrough by bioptimizers, which I talk about all the time and how it's great for sleep and promoting calmness and relaxation. What I found out is that the brains behind magnesium breakthrough have taken it to the next level with a product specifically designed for sleep. And it is called Sleep Breakthrough, and it has been a total game changer for me. Sleep Breakthrough is a delicious pre-bed drink that combines the power of magnesium with other natural ingredients like valerian root to help us fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and wake up feeling refreshed. Since I started taking Sleep Breakthrough, I've been waking up feeling well-rested, energized, and ready to tackle the day ahead. I highly recommend giving it a try. Trust me, it really works. This is exactly what I take, especially on the nights when I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't fall back to sleep. I will take one scoop of this in my water and then I'm asleep within a half hour. You can visit sleepbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney in order now. And in addition to this, you can use my promo code biohackingbritney and you will get extra gifts at purchase that are secret and you have to go to the page to find out what those are. So sleepbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney to get your sleep breakthrough and enjoy. Good. Yeah, I, I think it's necessary. I'm curious about the role of the oral microbiome and the good bacteria. So if you are going into this tooth and you're extracting the bad bacteria that's causing the issue, how does that impact the oral microbiome and how does that impact potentially healthy bacteria that's there? Like, is it super disruptive or is it disruptive maybe short-term, but long-term it's the better play because now you're rebalancing it, I guess? So I think a root canal is a form of kind of getting the good oral microflora back into balance. Because when you are in need of the root canal, your microflora is out of whack. Does that make sense? It's almost like there's a biofilm that's being created within the tooth and then when you look at the procedure itself, it's very localized. Like you're under a rubber dam. It's fully isolated. You're actually not in contact with the rest of the, the oral environment. You're very isolated and you're taking out all this bad stuff and you're just cleaning out what's inside that particular tube. But if you let that go, that oral microbiome is going to continue to be out of whack. So the root canal actually restores you back into normal. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking when you were explaining it. I was thinking like long-term it is the best play, I guess even short-term just to like eject it out of there and rebalance the microbiome. What do you think is the root cause? What do you think the root cause is for someone who ends up needing a root canal? Like, I guess, how do you get to the point where there's like this collection of bad bacteria that's so significant that you need to go in and extract it with a professional like yourself? So at that point, you ha as the practitioner, you have to zoom out and you have to really look at the patient as a whole. And, you know, even though people are referring me their patient for one tooth, I'm always going to zoom out and look at the patient like globally. And so when I'm not going to just zero in on that one tooth, I really want to see what's going on here. So everyone's oral microbiome is going to be different. Some people have cariogenic bacteria, meaning 
that their bacteria actually causes decay. So they're going to have to be really diligent about their oral hygiene, more so than somebody who doesn't have that kind of bacteria. You could also have an oral microbiome that has a tendency to cause periodontal disease, but not decay. So which one are you is, is important. Do you get that plaque and tartar buildup or do you get decay or do you get both or do you get none, right? So figuring out where you hang out is important and that's going to drive your hygiene. Hygiene is huge. How you brush, how you floss, how often you do that. And also your diet is huge. If you're eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of carbohydrates, you're going to drop the pH in your mouth to an acidic level and that's going to break down the your teeth. And you could be a perfectly healthy individual and do everything right and then you could have a fluke accident and have trauma and that could introduce the bacteria to cause that root canal. So there's a lot of different things, but I really understanding your mouth is a vital step into really taking care of yourself because if we do let our gums accumulate with plaque, we could see cardiovascular effects. We could see long-term effects on Alzheimer's and stuff like that. So really having good oral hygiene is critical, especially if you want to stay. I want people to stay out of my chair as much as possible. (laughs) You should not need me unless it's an accident. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that. And I think that's very responsible of you to say that. What do you, I guess, what are your recommendations for an adult to, it's probably different for kids, to take care of their oral health. What do you like to see? How often should we be flossing? What's your preferred method of flossing? Stuff like that. So I think staying out of my chair is actually very easy to do. And it's simple and it's economical. So brushing your teeth twice a day, really brushing well before you go to bed when your mouth dries out, when our pH drops, that's really important. So not skipping that step. If you fall asleep on the couch watching TV every now and then, no one's going to hurt you. So let's be like realistic about it, right? But flossing is that one step that people don't do. It's funny because people will do a cold plunge in the morning, but not not floss their teeth at night, which was crazy to me. I'm like, this is a five, not even like a one and a half minute step that you can add to your daily habit that has a huge payoff. Because when you don't floss, there's an area that your toothbrush will not get. So I'm going to walk you through flossing really quick if you can visualize it. So when you're brushing your teeth, you're getting, you know, the bulk bacteria off your teeth. But when you're flossing, you know how you hear that click when you floss? Okay. So that's the point where, that's the contact point where the two teeth come together. That is the point that your toothbrush can never brush. It can never clean that area. But you need to disrupt the bacterial colony that is hanging out because that's their favorite spot. And when a cavity develops there, you actually can't see it unless you take a dental radiograph. So you may look in your mouth and be like, oh, I'm fine, but you're actually not. So you should be flossing that contact point. And it's also really important to floss correctly because you could just, you know, go in and out of that click, but you also want to make sure that you scrape the side of the tooth, like rub the floss against the side of the tooth, almost making like a C shape around the tooth and then making a C shape around the other tooth. So there should be one side of one tooth and the other side of the other tooth once you get below that little clip, that contact point. And then you're going to, there's like a little moat 
where the tooth meets the tissue, there's a, a moat around there. And you can actually get your fluff in that moat. And you want to do that because that's where a lot of the bacteria like to hang out as well. So flossing properly, making sure you do it before you go to bed. I like to brush first and then floss second because I want to get rid of the bulk of the bacteria first and then floss because some people have that argument that, oh, you can cause a bacteremia when you're flossing and pushing that bacteria into the gum. But I think that bacterial load will diminish dramatically if you brush first. The other thing you have to do is you have to go to the dentist to get checkups. And this is where we will take x-rays and make sure you don't have those interproximal cavities in, at that contact point. Because again, you can't see that clinically like with our eyes. You have to take imaging. And luckily, we have digital imaging. So the radiation is very, very low. And it's really helpful because we can find cavities when they're teeny tiny and then treat them when they're tinier because that's way more economical than having to treat it when it's a root canal situation because then you need a root canal and then a crown, which will then be, gosh, 10 times as expensive. So those, those little checkups going twice a year is really important. And then that way you'll also get a gauge of do you have a high caries index, do you get decay really quickly? And you'll start to learn like little things that you need to do to take care of your specific mouth. Are you looking for a way to nourish your body while reaping the benefits of prolonged fasting without the hassle? Look no further than the Prolon five-day fast. We get it. You want the health benefits of fasting, but life gets in the way. That's where Prolon steps in as the solution. This groundbreaking nutrition technology has been meticulously designed and clinically tested by 14 global universities. It provides your body with the incredible cellular, metabolic, and emotional advantages of prolonged fasting, all while enjoying real food. Here's the beauty of it. Prolon offers transformation in five-day cycles. Just five days on and 25 days off, and you'll start experiencing rejuvenation, longevity, and a path to healthier living. What makes Prolon truly exceptional is that the optimal results are achieved with three consecutive cycles. That's where the magic happens. Prolon is even patented for its incredible effects on healthy aging, triggering cellular rejuvenation and autophagy, the body's natural process for cellular self-cleansing. But it's not just about aging gracefully. With Prolon, you can look forward to fat-focused weight loss, an improved sense of well-being, and a transformed relationship with food, which is really important. And if you're worried about your skin showing the signs of time, fear not. In just three cycles of Prolon, you can enjoy healthier, younger-looking skin with reduced fine lines and wrinkles. Ready to ch take charge and try it today? I definitely recommend you do so. You can follow the link in my show notes or on my website to try it yourself and use my discount code biohackingbrittany to get a discount at checkout. So that is the Prolon 5-Day Fast. I really recommend it. I've done it once and I'm going to do it a couple more times coming up in the next few months just to get the most benefits. And I hope you do as well. Nice. Yeah, I love those recommendations. I... I think a lot of people went through this, but during the pandemic, especially here in Canada, like we couldn't really do much. We, like I didn't go to the dentist for quite a while there. And when I started going again, I actually started going every four months as their recommendation. 
And I stuck to it. And it was interesting because every, you know, subsequent time that I went, uh, my teeth just got better and better. And they said, like, this is the point of you coming more frequently is that we are reducing plaque, inflammation, whatever it was that had been built up to get to a point where, okay, now you actually only need to come six months. And it's that same idea of like, we don't necessarily want you here a lot. We're just trying to do the best for you. And, and long-term, it makes more sense for you right now to come more frequently. Yep. That was a great recommendation. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually, it made a big difference. And I just want to share this with flossing. It's been one of the hardest habits for me to get into. I am the person who exactly like you said, like, I will do the cold plunge, but I won't floss. And the only thing that I have figured out that works for me, and I hope that this like meets your criteria of being okay, is I have a jar of floss picks in my shower and I floss in the shower. And it doesn't matter if I've brushed my teeth or not. It is the only way I have actually been able to stick to doing it every single day is I'm in the shower. I'm washing my body. I like being in the hot water. I'm like, oh, I'm going to floss for a couple minutes and just enjoy this shower. Use the pick, throw it out, and then I'm done. I love it. Great. <laughs> it's perfect. Like what you're doing, whatever it takes, you're seeing that you have that barrier. For me, I realized my morning meditation was really hard to do because I was freezing. So I put a little space heater in my corner so I could do my morning meditation. So you figured out what it was for you. I always tell people, keep some, like, where you watch TV. This may be gross, but floss while you're watching TV on the sofa. It doesn't matter where you floss. Just the act of flossing is so beneficial. You will have heart health. You will have mind health. You will have fresh breath. You will have all the things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's totally that. Like, when I was keeping it in the drawer in the bathroom, it's out of sight, out of mind. And I would always forget and then I look at my calendar. I'm like, okay, this month I have a dentist appointment. So I got to floss <laughs> so yeah. that it's a better appointment, you know, like that whole thing. And yeah, the shower hack is the only way I've stuck to it my entire life. And I will continue to do that. So <laughs> you've got to make I it love work. It. Yeah. I love yeah. it. What's your, what are your thoughts on the toothpaste situation with fluoride, not fluoride? Where do you stand on that kind of thing? So I have mixed emotions about it. There is no doubt that fluoride is probably not the best thing that we can put in our bodies. However, I do think some people can benefit from it. So again, if you have that high carries risk, so you get decay a lot, I think that it could be beneficial. I don't think it's necessary for everyone, but that's why understanding your oral microbiome is important to find out, do you even need fluoride or not? Some, my, my mom, although she was missing teeth, has never had a cavity. So all those people who have never had a cavity, they probably don't need fluoride. But you know what I did when my first daughter was born? I, I actually was like anti-fluoride and I took it out of her toothpaste. And when we went to her first dental checkup, she had eight cavities. And the only thing that I changed after that was her toothpaste and she no longer gets it. I'm not using a, a big amount. I am using a little bit for her because she needs it. And I think as children are getting older, like are, are young and they don't have manual dexterity, and I will say the same thing about a geriatric population that lose their manual dexterity, I think that is important to consider when you are talking about 
what kind of products you're going to use to clean them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there's a time and place for it. And I think understanding your personal oral microbiome is the best thing that you can do for yourself and maybe for your kids and your family if it's applicable. And yeah, just being cautious of it. But again, maybe you do use it during certain times. I'm curious if you've seen the, where did I see it? I saw a toothpaste, might have been a toothpaste that had probiotics added to it. And I'm starting to see more products come out. I think it, or maybe it was a mouthwash. I saw something and it had these probiotics added to it. And I thought that was kind of cool because it's nice to see us starting to talk about the oral microbiome. I don't think a lot of people understand that or know what that is. So what do you think about like supplementing with probiotics directly into the mouth? And do you think that could be beneficial? You know, I still think that's something that's going to be unique to the individual because which probiotics? So I, I don't know if we can just take something generally off the shelf and make it apply to everyone. I really think that this is an area that the testing is going to help us decipher because the testing is very new. It's just coming out. I'm actually about to do my first one. It's just coming out. So. I think we're going to see a change in that arena. I haven't really studied that. I'd like to tell people like I'm an endodontist. So like my, my, my focus has been about saving teeth once they're kind of at that point of no return. That's where my focus has been. But now I see that every time people want to talk to me, like they're always asking me these questions. So I always need to know a little something. I will say I try to avoid mouthwash because I think that will destroy the oral microbiome and you need your good guys in check. So I think just disrupting the colonies is important, but I really haven't dabbled in the probiotic piece yet. No, I think that's fair. Again, I think you hit it spot on on let's not just throw a simple solution at a complex problem. Take this probiotic of 25 million. Oh, it's going to be great. Like you don't even know if you need that specific strain and if you do, how much do you need? And yeah, we see this a lot with gut health, right? Like it's the same thing of like, take this probiotic. It's got all this stuff in it, but have you even tested your gut health? Have you tested your gut bacteria? I'm curious. I think the one test I know of for oral microbiome is a company called Viome. I don't know if you know them, but they have an oral microbiome test and have done it. But do you like this test or do you think that there's um, a better one out there if people want to get their oral microbiome looked at? I haven't done that, although I have done Viome for my other end. <laughs> but, <Nice. laughs> uh, but I just got my kit from Bristle, which is a company. And there's another one coming out called Oral Genome. So yeah, so there, there's a lot that's coming out and we'll see who's best. But there, I'm I don't really know anything about Viome, but from what I hear from some of my peers is that there's still some work to do there. And I've heard some really good things about Bristol. So that's why I'm trying that one out first. Nice. But I I have no, no investment in those companies at all. So like, I have no idea. I'm literally just trying it out as a patient. Nice. That's good. That's great. Cause I, I think these types of tests are only becoming more popular at home kits and people wanting the data and information so they can make the best decision. So I think it's really helpful if you as an expert test for yourself and then you can 
say, hey, this is what I recommend. Because people obviously trust your opinion, especially if they are seeing you as a patient. And I'm curious about your work as a entrepreneur in dentistry. This is super interesting. When I was reading through the information that you, you sent me, I like I'm an entrepreneur. I work online and I never even really thought of, I guess, like a dentist being an entrepreneur. But obviously that makes sense because you run a practice, you have to get patients to the door. So what are like the main struggles that you have kind of been through as an entrepreneur in the world of dentistry? So it's interesting, like my path, because I, I agree with you. I had no intention of becoming an entrepreneur beyond the scope of my practice. But I grew my practice from like one doctor to three doctors. And it, it has really grown over the past 15 years, which has been a beautiful thing. And it's nice to be able to understand how to scale your business, especially in the world of healthcare, without getting rid of quality of work, which has been, I've been fortunate enough to make sure that that doesn't waver. But one, my actual, it's almost like I did a pivot. I have this clinical practice and as I'm in my practice, I saw that my tooth story was showing up in my patients every day. I'm like, wow, this same thing that's happening to me, happened to me is happening to patients still today. Fast forward, however many years into the future. And so I was like, wow, there's really a need for more education. So my entrepreneurial pivot was how do I teach other dentists to do better root canals? Because there is clearly a need for this. And if you think about it, there's only like 5,000 endodontists like in the world. So there's not enough of us to perform all of the root canals that are needed. So I think every year there's like 15 million root canals needed. And that means Every endodontist would have to do like 20 root canals a day. So we actually need our general dentists to work as our counterparts to help us make sure we get access to care to everybody. And that means they need to know what they're doing. So I believe one of the responsibilities as a specialist is to really support our general dentist partners. And so I created an online education platform specifically and targeting general dentists and allowing them the support, giving them the support that they need to learn how to do endo for the sake of the patient. I think that's awesome. I think it's it's so valuable when practitioners pass on their knowledge and experience to other practitioners like you're doing. And again, you're just raising the bar for education and experience and expertise so that they can better serve us, the general public and the community. And I love that. And so how was that for you pivoting? Like how was that mentally for you, for someone who's been in practice for so long to suddenly be like, okay, I'm actually going to teach now other people and this is going to shift my practice. Like how was that in terms of just, I don't know, day-to-day life, but also just the mental load of that in general? It, it was a lot. You know, I have three kids and I have a thriving practice. And then I decided to add another job to my plate. And luckily, I know how to delegate well, and I have a great support system in the home and at the practice. I have a really great set of teams, and they really help me a lot because I'm a dentist. I'm not an online entrepreneur, but I've become one. So I've had to learn a new subset of skills in order to make this business thrive. 
But I think having the right mission, the right, um, my mission is just of service. And I knew if I could be of service to others, if I can really help solve a major problem, my BHAG is to decrease global healthcare costs by millions of dollars by doing better root canals. And if I can achieve that mission, then I know that this, just the mission itself is going to drive that business. And that's what it's done. You know, I love gathering data on myself. And I think this is so important as a biohacker, nutritionist, and just wellness advocate. I don't like making decisions based off of just guessing and my intuition only, but I like to have data as well to really guide me and help me make the most sense of what is going on in my body on a cellular level. That is why I test with Inside Tracker every single quarter or more, to be honest. And I love all of the information they provide. It is an at-home blood test. They come, they take a look at over 45 different biomarkers, including minerals, vitamins, hormones, and really give you a big picture on what is going on inside your body at that time. If you're in Canada, they come they to your house, they do the test for you. That's where I am. States, the same thing, or you can also go to a lab and get it done as well. And they also have a biological age test that is a calculation based off of your results. And that's called inner age. This is really fascinating. Mine is usually about 10 years younger than I actually am. So I'm always really proud of that when I see that result. But what's really cool is recently Inside Tracker has made great strides and they've actually added new biomarkers to their ultimate test. So they've added things like APOB this year, and they've, which is critical for like heart health. And they've also added three hormone markers, which is really important for aging as well as women's health. And I've spoken about that before. So they test like progesterone, estradiol, and your thyroid as well. And so now they've added something new again, which is insulin, which is the key biomarker for sustained energy and an early warning for several chronic diseases. So Everyone knows how important insulin is and glucose. So it's honestly so helpful to be able to add this in to this test. I really suggest if you're dealing with symptoms or some sort of health issue, but you don't really know what's going on, you need to get data on yourself to make sense of it. So I really suggest doing something like this. You can order the ultimate test. If you use my discount code, you get 20% off, which is actually a lot because it makes a big difference when you're getting something done like this. I will link it in the show notes for you. It's also on my website on biohackingbrittany.com. And that is inside tracker. And my discount code is biohackingbrittany in all capitals. Feel free to use it, get tested. And honestly, if you have any questions about your results, they have an app that helps you and gives you a ton of resources and recommendations based off of your personal results. So super helpful as well. That's Inside Tracker, and it is linked in the show notes and on my website. Yeah, I love that. That's such a good BHAG. I haven't heard that word BHAG in so long, so <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a great one. What advice would you give to entrepreneurs listening who are maybe a bit earlier in their careers and kind of have this? you know, big goal and, and they want to just do well in the world, in the world of healthcare, what would you say to them? If you have this 
deep desire of doing something different and you know that it can be of service to so many, all I can say is just do it. Just start. And I think our tendency is really to have something be absolutely perfect before we actually launch it into the world. But I remember just hearing some, I don't even know where I heard this. I could, it could have been a dream. I don't even remember. But I remember being told, just throw it out there into the world as a B minus and just get it out there. And from there, you can listen to feedback and you can improve it along the way and you can better it. And so don't get hung up on it not being just right in your vision because nobody else knows. It's kind of like my wedding day. Like I saw all the things break down and not go the way that I wanted, but nobody else knew how it was supposed to go down but me. And so nobody knows that your B minus is a B minus. And to them, it's an A plus. And so don't get caught up in that. If you really believe that something could really, your idea could help a lot of people, just press go. Like just press play, do it, take the plunge and go for it. Yeah. I, I love that. I like done is better than perfect is another way to put it. And I think that's so accurate of. It's never going to be an A plus. There's always going to be like a little thing that you want to change and fix and like, Oh, this on the website doesn't look perfect before I can like put it live. And it's like, no, just do it. Just get it out there. Get people through the door and get the ball rolling. I love that advice. And we get so caught up in ourselves that it's easy to kind of forget that, you know, and, and just get swept up in the little details when they don't necessarily matter actually that much. Just fix it along the way. No one probably saw it and no, and they won't remember it when you change it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's actually so true about the wedding. I got married this year, like six months ago or so. And there were so, thank you. There were so many things when I look back, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to think about it. Like this went wrong. This went wrong. Like all these things. And you know, when I talk to my friends, they're like, we had no idea. We had no idea it was supposed to be like that. And that's the same way with business is like the most people have no idea of what you like the perfect version of it. So put it out there and get it done. And I just, I love that. If, if people want to work with you or maybe take your course or potentially come see you, where can they do that and how can they find you? Yeah, so I have a website called soniachopradds.com. That is Sonia with an I, not a Y, not a J, with an I. So a, a lot of everything I do can be there. I have a ton of really helpful blogs that originally were intended for dentists, but I've had a lot of patients read them and find a lot of value in them. And so I think patients can read them too. I'm also shifting my website so that I can speak to patients more. So if you are a patient listening and you're interested in something like a virtual consult, we can do that. There's a lot of things over there. And then of course, I probably hang out most on Instagram and that's also at Sonia Triple BDS. Amazing. Okay. I will put that in the show notes for everybody to find very easily and so they can connect with you. This has been great. Thank you so much for educating us on root canals and dentistry. And just in general, I just really appreciate your time. And I know my audience will get a lot out of this. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. 
If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.